Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Or welcome back from your siesta. <laughs> Wherever you are in your day, it might be the middle of the night, it might be on a lunch break, but or we welcome you to the Fun Road Podcast. With Cass and Steve. No, no. Cass. And Steve. Oh. And Cass. we are <laughs> Cass and Steve. I mean, does that get annoying where you just heard the song and we sing it again? Let us know. Yeah. So we know if we should stop or not. By the way, <laughs> I am so sorry for my voice because my voice is really bad. We've been teaching a couple of days of training and this is the result. That's right. Our voice, we wake up and it feels like someone has taken a cheese grater, just giving it a few little rubs. <laughs> <laughs> Slides right into our Let me see your throat. Let me go ahead and run, <laughs> rub this cheese grater on there. We are in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, which is absolutely amazing because we love coming here, teaching trainings and inspire people. Um, because, you know, before you go to Saudi Arabia, all your friends and family are saying, oh, my God, what are you going to do there? And why are you going there? And That's such a scary a, place. Yeah, they have a vision about Saudi Arabia. And there are things going on in this country that we do not agree with. But there's a lot of people who are very open-minded and, and very ready to deserve, be inspired. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very deserving of love and inspiration and motivation yeah. and friendship. Yeah. So we come here and we see a completely different world and people and women empowering women power and saying, okay, we are going to be who we want to be, respecting the law, but respecting ourselves as well. So, you know, we're, <clears throat> we went to the cheesecake factory last night in this trip, I think in we, Saudi Arabia, in Saudi Arabia, in Riyadh. Yeah. Wow. And you just walk in and it's a dose of culture. And I loved, there's this group of women and they're all going to dinner together and they're all covered up and they're still going for the same things in life as everybody yeah. is all over the world. And we had a bit of a walk back to our car and <laughs> we saw this woman driving. Yeah. And we're like, which oh, is, you go girl. Yeah. Which is something you completely go, yep. new in Saudi Arabia. Can you believe it? That just for a couple of months or maybe half a year now. Women are allowed to drive. Yeah. And I mean, for us, it's very strange to think that women are not allowed to drive. Well, even I was on a little bathroom break during the training yesterday and I asked a girl and she said she came from Jeddah. And I said, oh, I said, so is that like, can, did you drive here? And what, that's kind of a naive question, you know? And she's like, no, no, no. And she said, and I don't actually drive. I'm just learning to do it and get comfortable yeah, and stuff yeah, like that yeah, she yeah. said but i flew here but for me i do a lot of trainings in texas and texas is such a big state and rather than going and catching a flight checking in my car getting a new rental car checking in my luggage all that stuff i will drive you know four and a half three and a half or five hours in between these big cities. Mm. So for me, I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe she drove here. Yeah, 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 totally. So I mean, I just forgot that it was a completely new thing. Sorry, I just, just spit on me? I just spit all over oh. Steve. <laughs> that word forgot just sprayed all over you. There may be other men who really love that. Yeah, not you. Not me. Uh -uh. I don't think anybody would really love someone Well, spitting. you never know. Someone's got a spit fetish. Yeah. Well, it's... Uh, 
That's not, one of not, the better fetishes to have yeah. in the world. Of if you fetishes. say I got a fetish and I like it when they kind of on me, yeah, okay. I well, heard strange. If fetish. that's your fetish, why don't you come to a training of Steve and I? Get front row, and we will accidentally spit all over you. I once saw a TV show about people with a strange fetish. Oh man, should those, I should I say it or not? Those poor souls. No, no, uh, uh-uh. because no, it's not too bad. Oh, okay. I mean, it was so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know which one you're talking about. You do? Yeah. Which one? So do that again? <laughs> the building. No, uh-uh. That, that's another one. You, there's a real fetish where people fall in love with a building or a structure. Or a car. Or <laughs> <laughs> I remember you talking about that one. I mean, they fall in love with a building and they go to that building hug it and have sexual fantasies about that building intimate thoughts about that building i mean they lost me yep i mean i mean it's like what about all the all the hundreds of thousands of people just in your town and you're gonna go for a building (laughs) (laughs) it's like "Mm, i think you're handsome but you know what this building Building is just so sexy rocket high sexy i mean mean, when i see that Breaking I, into sweat. Oh yeah, I break into sweat. <laughs> I I need to go and do some crazy stuff. Well, I saw a show where the girl and her fetish was to eat the styrofoam stuffing of a couch. <laughs> so she would go and just like find the zipper, and like her hand would kind of just creep down to where that zipper opening was, open uh, it, and pull out a piece of that foam and just eat it. Think uh, about like, and after years, she liked more like broken down foam. Like what? that's been like sat on for years, you know, and just uh, and just maybe dog that peed on it or like, something. Think about chewing that in between your teeth. Oh my and god! And the squeakiness you would hear in your head. Oh, <laughs> oh I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that. I'm, I might have raised my voice a little yeah. bit here. Have you accidentally ever chomped down on like aluminum foil? Oh <laughs> yeah, that's that hurts. <laughs> The squeak in that It's an electric shock crunch. that goes through your brain. Yeah. Now, you just spit on me. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, now we're well, back to eating. That's right. Now, that's you not might really have the thought subject you, yeah, you did not turn into or tune into a fetish podcast, although maybe we should start one. <laughs> <laughs> but you are going to have an amazing podcast starting right now and action there we go today's topic of the day is my best friend and oftentimes we think of our best friend as the person in our life who we are maybe with the most who makes us laugh who is kind and loving i got a booger you have a booger I don't want to do the rest of this podcast looking at that booger. <laughs> okay, keep talking. So when I think it. of my best friend, <laughs> I think of Steve Boot. He is fun. He is funny. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I can be 100% myself around Steve. I can call him out when he has a booger even. He can call me out when I have a booger. And that's what being a best friend is all about. But we think that best friend, he comes walking back like a movie star. We think that a best friend should 
actually not start with somebody else, but with yourself. With yourself. Because what I see is a lot of people are putting limits to their possibilities because of themselves. Yep. I see a lot of people, for example, they want to achieve something and they're talking about it with friends or their friends are telling them, you know what you should do? You should do this. You're really great at it. You're really this. And they're very supportive. And the only person telling them, no, I don't think I can do this is themselves. Totally. So they're being their own big enemy. So when you have a group of people around you, your family, your friends, telling you the same thing, you should start that business. You should do that. You're very good at that. There must be a truth around it. Totally. And if you're the only one telling yourself, "Um, no, I don't know, I don't know, because you need even more confirmation, it's not a good thing. You need to be the first person that believes in yourself. You need to be the first person saying, you know what? Yeah, I can do this. This is what I am born to do. And learn to accept your possibilities and go for your possibilities in life. Every once in a while, I think of a scenario in my head. And I think if I were to write this out on paper and look at this scenario as if I'm reading it from a different point of view, for example, looking at it from this is happening to my friend, what advice would I give to my friend to fix the problem? Mm -hmm. Because I think that we show up in a stronger way often for our friends and find solutions and find different ways around it and say, no, you, you're unstoppable. This is what I see in you. This is what you can do. But yet we don't really do that for ourselves. No, no. When's the last time you looked in the mirror and you're like, wow, yeah, I really love the way that I did my hair or that I what outfit I'm wearing or the kind of person that I am. I really loved the way that I made somebody feel yesterday. So why is it so hard to, why is it so easy to give other people advice? Because many times when we see friends or family in problems with their relationship, problems with their work, problems with their selves, it's very easy for us to look at it to analyze it and to give it a solution. I think this is what you should do. This is what you should do. And yet we cannot do that for ourselves. I think it is a huge fear of failure. Yeah. Because we are also the ones who have to deal with the Yeah, we got to do the, the repercussion totally. if it doesn't work out. Yeah. So I can look at someone and say, "You know what? Go for that job. And if it doesn't work out, just go for another one and find yeah. your way until you find the right atmosphere or the right location or the right uh, position for you. And it's much easier to push that person because I don't have to deal with the feeling of going home and feeling bad about myself. And it's also very easy to judge friends. For example, in a relationship, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't stay together. Dump him. Get rid of her. The only thing we're doing is telling them while our friend actually has to do it. Yeah. So there is a difference between saying it and actually doing the the action. So that's why a lot of people have a big mouth. Yeah. And a very small um, confidence to actually do it. Yeah. And that's why I think our training is so cool because our training, the fun road to confidence is where we teach people the skills and the tricks and the tips 
to gain confidence, whatever you want to do in life, job, relationship, family, friends, if you need to achieve the next step, whatever your destination in life is, confidence is one of the keystones. You know, I remember when I was pregnant with Dane. That's your, actually, your first. My firstborn. Yeah. This is actually a story that I don't know that you know, but I, I was working as a loan processor. I mean, I know oh, you know that. <laughs> my goodness. I don't Poor know how people. they hired me. No. How did they select you? Well, you know. They didn't. They just looked at you. So said, the truth is when Brian and I got married, I actually had a bunch of little jobs. I was working at a tanning salon. I was working at, which is kind of taboo now because some countries yeah, don't even no, have uh -uh. them. I was working as a babysitter at like four days a week for this woman who would go and she would teach actually her fitness class. I was working for my sister-in-law's jewelry company and like something else. So between the four of them, I was making decent money. Yeah. And Brian's like, I think you should get like a real Good job. job <laughs> so the thing I really thought I wanted to do is be a dental assistant. Really? Yeah. I Together thought that, with Brian. No, this is, I don't know that I thought really much about the future plan because I didn't really want to work once I had kids, but I thought, Oh, okay. This are skills that would be smart. If you were a dentist and I could be a dental assistant. So I went and I applied to a bunch of dental assistants and they didn't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a loan company that was working together with my stepdad company, my stepdad at the time company. And they hired me basically on the spot just because they loved my personality. <laughs> they were like, that girl knows nothing about loans, but we want her energy in yeah. the office. Because confidence beats, beats competence. competence. And that is they. I am a li I'm living proof of oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, tell me anything. I'll learn how to do it. <laughs> Just press <laughs> Just these give me buttons. A <laughs> give me a chance. And so, you were successful. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, but I was pregnant with Dane and I was about a month before I had him. And the company and my stepdad's company, they separated. And in that, they the loan processing company lost a lot of business. But my stepdad's company, I think, was maybe not the business that they wanted. So there wasn't enough work for me to do. And I got let go. Yeah. And they said we know you're not coming back after you have Dane, after you have this baby. And it was right. And they said, Candace is a girl who was working there and she's, she can still work here for years and you're only going to work here for one month and we have to let somebody go. But that feeling of failure that I had been like, quote unquote, fired. Yeah. yeah, horrible. It was horrible. I called Brian. I was bawling. I felt like a total failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. everything about it added up and made sense, that feeling of uh, like rejection yeah. was very hard for me. And can you now see how lucky you are that you got fired? Oh my gosh, yeah. What if you got stuck in that job? What if I got a promotion? <laughs> <laughs> and I was still working as a loan processor, but... Yeah, what if they said... You're so good. We're going to keep you here. Oh, yeah. Forever. We love you. We Why don't you be a part time owner or yeah. a, a part owner? I mean, you we would not be sitting here today. So, so my friend, 
had the same scenario happen actually just a few months ago and she was let go of her job. They were restructuring the company. She is pregnant and she basically had to battle it out for a management position with another girl. And she was like, I'm not going to stay here. I don't know if I'm going to stay here after I have my baby. You go for the job. But essentially she was let go because her position was dissolved. So I'm talking to her on the phone and I'm like, you have to understand this has nothing to do with you. It's all a circumstance. Totally, totally. And I'm giving her this advice and I have been through it, yeah, yeah. but it's so much easier for me to sit on the other side of the phone and be like, girl, shake it off. Yeah. It's not your fault. No. But I remember that feeling. And even though people would tell me it, it still felt like rejection. So what you have to do in scenarios like that is really remove yourself from it and say, yeah. if this was happening to my friend, what advice would I tell her yeah, yeah. or him? And I would, you would be feeling so strong about it. Like, oh my gosh, this has nothing to do with you. You yeah. have to move forward. And rejection is people helping you getting one step closer to the true you. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's not a good fit. I've no. been rejected so many times. Yeah, yeah. I am no longer afraid of somebody saying no. When you're not afraid for the no, no. then you go for many, many, many other possibilities. For other, other yeses. Absolutely. For many other, other, no, for many other yeses. Yeah. Yeah. We do that. We're oh. like, hey, we're going to go for this. We're going to go for that. We're going to go I for mean, this. I mean, how many times in life people told me, uh-uh, you're not the right fit. It would have destroyed my confidence if that was the only possibility I saw in life. Yeah. So it's almost like you're a detective looking for the the guilty person in a case. Yeah. All you're doing is eliminating all the people who are innocent until you find the true one. Yeah. It's the same in life. The more you can eliminate of things that you're not good at and you think, um, this is a possibility. Well, you're not good at it. Okay, gone. You will end up with the one possibility that you are made for. Yeah, but you know, I auditioned for a number of dance teams growing up. Yeah. And I never made them. No. There was one where they even like handpicked me and said, please audition. Then I auditioned and I didn't make it. Really? Yeah. I'm like, come on. But my skills as a dancer is not built on technique. I'm not. I love to feel music and go like to the beat yeah, of my yeah, own yeah. drum, but <laughs> you cannot tell me to kick on four and leap on six and dun, 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 dun. I'm not that kind of dancer. And I remember when I started teaching hip hop at gyms and started teaching. Was that the first class you ever taught? Yeah. Mine too. Really? Yeah. First classes I ever taught yo. were actually, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check it out, yo. Oh. What's up, y'all? We hit pop. Yo. I was really, I don't know what the real words are, but I yeah, was tough. I got the golden big chain around my neck with <laughs> yeah. a dollar sign. Oh, yeah. Bling, bling, bling. Bling, bling. I got myself a golden tooth. Yeah. The grill. Yeah. And I'm ready. You some studs in your yeah. teeth and your ears. Yeah. So I started teaching and people say, oh, you're a good dancer. And in my mind, I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not a good dancer, but... I started to find where I could excel in my dancing and I started to really gain confidence there, yeah. but it has to come from those no's, those totally 
feelings of discouragement yeah. until you sort of yeah. build up the strength. So what is one of the tips that we could think about of people saying, you know what, start believing in yourself a little bit more and be your own best friend. Stop with the negative talk in your head saying you can't, you can't. There's actually three ways that you can do it. By thought. I love the way that you say you can't, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It I is. say you can't, you can't. <laughs> You can't, you can't, you can't. And I say, you can, you can, you can, you can, can, can. It's interesting. Throw those legs in the air. Can, can, can. You don't say you can't, but you say you can't. When they're the actual, the same word. You can and you can't. Uh-uh. It's not that simple. Say you can't. You can't. Yeah. But real proper English is you can't. Yeah. Yeah, so it makes it so interesting for people to listen to you. They kind of just get mesmerized by your accent. Where's that? Where's that guy coming from? (laughs) What part of the world are you from? You can change your thoughts mentally by speech and by body language. And we're not going to go into details because these these are things that we actually train in our training. Yeah, we practice and work on. But one of the tips that I can give you is. Stop telling yourself, I cannot, I cannot say you can. Yes, you can. And the more words of confirmation you're giving yourself, you are rewiring your brain to start thinking in a positive way that you actually can achieve more than you think. And there are studies on the function of the brain and they say cells that Fire together, wire together. Oh, So yeah. if you're feeding yourself all these negative messages, yeah. they will become your truth. If you're feeding yourself positive messages, that will become your truth. Yeah. And my suggestion is take a pad of paper and a pen and write down the messages that you have received positive in your life from your friends. Now, This might be a good look at yourself to see if you are being the kind of friend to others because maybe you don't have much practice in showing up for other people Mm. and you have to learn how to show up for people as a friend. You You have to learn how to show up for yourself as a friend. But when I write down positive things that people have said to me over the years, And that that becomes the things that I'm repeating in my brain. Like, yeah, that's actually true. Mm. I have been that person. I have done that. Then I will hold my body in a totally different way. And I will show up in life in a totally different way. And things start changing. And your your brain, you got to look at it as a network of all wires, wires, wires. And maybe a couple of wires are cut. The wires that are thinking positive. Yeah. The only way to rewire is to start almost from zero. Yeah. Start telling yourself, yes, yes, you can. Yes, you're amazing. And slowly, slowly, you have those two wires at each other ends growing, 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 growing until they literally connect. Yeah. Once they connect, it's very easy to truly believe in your positive words. So... Think about rewiring your brain. Start cutting the negative connections and start rewiring positive. But it takes time. Yeah. 
it's not you can't get an electrician come in and say okay let me rewire <laughs> this brain just sit down for 25 minutes you'll yeah. be happy and positive <laughs> in no time it takes work yeah you're training your body you're training your muscles you need to train your soul you need to train your brain it's something that is proven that it does not work in one two three days it takes weeks months sometimes a year to rewire the brain and i think it's a good rule of thumb that if you have people in your life that you always feel heavy-hearted when you're done hanging out with them what would you say to your best friend if that was how they felt Every time they hung out with a certain group of friends, you'd say, stop hanging out with them. Yeah, totally. Why are you inviting that negativity into your life? Mm -hmm. And be selective with who you are with. Yeah. Who yeah. you spend time with. There yeah. are many studies that show that you are a product of yeah. the five people that you spend the most time with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why we kind of are morphing into the same person. Yeah. Where would you plant? <laughs> Where would you plant a beautiful flower? Where would you want to plant that? I give you a flower or I give you the seed of a beautiful tulip, a flower, whatever. Yeah. Where would you plant it? In the middle of a concrete square or in no. a garden without a flowers and yeah, you know it's going to get nutrition and, uh, and you know it's a good soil. Can grow together and... Exactly. That's how we need to look at ourselves. If yeah. you feel, okay, I want to change. I am this beautiful flower. Well, it's not enough. You can't be a beautiful flower in a surrounding that is all yeah, concrete and gray pulling you down and it's not going to give you the nutrition to grow yeah you got to go surround yourself in a garden without a flowers and see the beauty and say okay this ground good ground i'm going to become a big flower that's what you got to look at it yeah you like that i do like that so on a scale <laughs> on a scale of one to ten <clears throat> how am i doing as a friend for you ten ten out of ten yeah that's good. Were you expecting 11 or 12? I know. I was hoping. I was hoping. Well, if 10 is the maximum, right? Well, are well. you optimistic or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on a scale of 1 to 10, you you are a 10. You oh. definitely yeah. show up as a great friend where I feel like, you know, surrounding myself with you, with friends like you. What about if you text me and you ask me a question and all I do is reply with a little heart? Well, you kind of start going down a little bit. You should see the texts. She says, what time is our flight? Heart. Heart. <laughs> My dad did not answer the question. So when are, when do we have our next class coming up? Heart. Heart. Like what on earth? Do not just treat me like one of your fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did the vet uh, meeting go for your dog, Dobby? Yeah. Heart. Heart. I'm like, what in the world? But you know, if you also like on the phone, I text big chunks of oh, words. No, you know how you text. So sometimes I get a text from somebody and I hear my phone go, bing. <laughs> but when I hear this, bing, bing, <laughs> bing, 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 bing. I go like, you should feel there's guys, she sends a word, sends it, another word, yeah, sends it. it, it, it Instead uh, of just typing a whole text, send it. But each if I send hey, you one bing, word. how are you? Bing. So, bing, I got a question. Bing. 
you did it really good the other day. I sent you something very funny and you said one text, you. Next text, R. Yeah. Next text, crazy. Yes. <laughs> I loved it because it delivers a different message. If you just go, you're crazy yeah, rather but, than you are crazy. But that's the, that it was, there's nothing wrong with your podcast. This is the way it was supposed to be written. You are crazy. <laughs> but if you say, when is our next class? You don't need to say, when is our next class? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm very granular in but the way that I speak. I have one friend that is more my best friend than you. That's right. And that's myself. That's right. You have I to have be. To. Yeah. Otherwise, it cannot be a good friend to you. And of course, I mean, there are times where. I don't like my best friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where you're, you have to, you have to be comfortable being with yourself. Totally. And that's something that we have learned being on the road by ourselves in mm -hmm. hotels by ourselves in a if, different country, a different culture. Yeah. Nobody knows you. Nobody understands you. If you can't feel comfortable with the thoughts in your head, yeah. that's where you got problems. So yeah. I hope this was a little glimpse into how you can show up for yourself yeah, yeah. in your life and start so, creating those happy cells yeah. that fire together and wire together. Yeah. So here's my tip. You just add a little booger? No, I'm going to go blow my nose. You take your tip. <laughs> so here is my tip for you. If people around you are giving you a compliment and you're the only one telling yourself, no, that's no, not that's not true. Uh -uh. I want you to stop doing that. I want you to accept the compliment. Oh, thank you. And then say, yeah, Actually, it's that true. is true. That is true. I am great at this or I am doing a good job at that. So that's my tip I give you. And own it. Say, yeah, this is the new things that I'm going to start saying to myself in the morning. I am strong. I am kind. I make people feel good. Yeah. And then you start looking for ways to prove yourself right. Yeah. If you say, I'm a failure, I don't work hard enough, then you will also find ways to prove yourself right. So beware of what your thoughts are doing because yeah. your thoughts become your feelings and your emotions, which become your actions and your path of life. Totally. It's all connected. So another tip I can give you, come take one of our trainings. You can find our trainings online on CassAndSteve.com or TheFunRoad.com. And our training is called The Fun Road to Confidence. That's right. We appreciate you guys. You know, we're here in Saudi Arabia and we're meeting a whole new group of people and they said yeah. oh yeah we love your podcast and so, that is like the coolest thing ever because yeah. we want you to feel like you are sitting with us in the room even though we don't give you a chance to talk but that's <laughs> kind of like real life so you should be careful if you hang out with us <laughs> but we want you to feel like you are in our circle of friends and hanging out with us and chilling out with us because we appreciate you guys. So anyway, have a great day. Hope to see you soon in one of our trainings and goodbye. Bye now. Goodbye. You can go back to your siesta. Oh, go take a little nap. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> because see you all soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye.